we get back into a schedule of my team is on at 7.30 tonight and we will watch it. Like it, I, Especially now that like it's not in the bubble. You will see Madison Square Garden just with the focus more being on the court than on the crowd. Uh, at least that's, that's where I see it. And I'm also in the rare category of I got used to bubble basketball very quickly and didn't mind the product as much. Yep. Oh, yeah, I, well, and, I didn't mind it. I, I was gonna say I didn't mind it either because I'm gonna watch basketball no matter what. Like hell, I'll find the illegal streams and watch it if I need to. Right? Like I got the <laughs> the replay things on like saved on like my you know my bookmarks. Like I think we're the we're definitely the wrong audience to put you know that perspective. Yeah, you right. know, just be like because we're just like oh yeah no, it's just like I'm a, I'm on the illegal stream on like Monday morning catching up on like Bulls Kings because like I want to watch basketball. Right, right. Oh, and by the way, that's where, you know, because, you know, I'm my office is in Cambridge, so I'm like, you drew close to that city there. To me, talking about ticket prices, it's like, that's another thing why I put the Celtics low down. I can pretty much, for a Celtic game, unless it's a really obscure big matchup, like when LeBron came, I could go on StubHub at any time and find a ticket. I could do the same for a Bruin game. It, it's priced out. You, you can't go. And I know, again, some of that might be the demographics of the city different you know group is paying for those Bruins tickets but um just another side <laughs> I guess yeah, well, I keep, this, well, keep in mind that like the only time I'm ever going to go to a Celtics game is if the Knicks are playing and if in Knicks Celtics is always expensive even no matter where you go like even yeah. at, at the TD Garden it's just expensive no matter what yeah I no, mean absolutely. Knicks anybody is expensive when I lived yeah. in Virginia I would always make the two-hour trip to Charlotte to go see the Knicks and just so happens to be double the price of the yeah. game against the Hawks that happened two days earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, no. like, it's a Knicks thing, too. So, like, yeah, you're well, right. The Knicks, I, yeah, the Knicks make every rule. It's almost like they're the exception to every rule. But I guess I'm even thinking, like, in Connecticut's kind of a good example of, you know, the one professional team that was in Connecticut was the, the Hartford Whalers. I have to give a shout out to them. But when I was a kid, you know, my dad had season tickets. So I grew up going to Whaler games and we knew a lot of his friends who were hockey fans at the time because the Whalers were there. And I know this is different, a team moving versus not being able to go to the game, but the team's still in the city. But I guess I'm, I just I saw when the Whalers moved, it was amazing how many people who used to have season tickets watch all the games when they're on the road and were at the time what you'd consider a big time local hockey fan. And the second the team was gone, I wouldn't even say it was like because they were hurt. It was just more like they didn't have an excuse anymore to say, oh, I'm the, I need to really get into this. They, they instead found like another hobby. And I'm just wondering if that and I know, you know, we've seen reporting. There's some concern about that, where if you don't let fans come back, this will happen in cities outside of New York where, you know, people will find something else. But I just wonder if there's there's something there a little bit with the ratings of you know, when you don't have that context of this is a team, they're playing right downtown. I live in, you know, outside of Indianapolis, but I work downtown. And when the Pacers are playing, it's kind of cool that after work, I can, you know, grab some drinks, go to the game. And because of that, I sort of pay attention. But when they're not here and, and I'm not going to the games, I'm not going to go out of my way to see it. Again, speaking more for a casual fan. And I think, I think that's why the NBA doesn't want too long to go without fans because I think there is some connection between going to the games and the TV ratings that it's hard to kind of tease out exactly what it is. But I, I think eventually that that's the concern if, if you keep the fans out too long. I mean, that's a, a fair point. Well, there's also, so I'm, I'm just 
by a show, I guess not a show of hands, but I, is there a world where you guys think that there's fans this season? No. No. You well, mean- again, if, if you're, it, it's so funny, right? Because it, it is like everything we live in right now. To me, it's like if you're anyone who sort of reads just a little bit about what's going on, you feel like how, how could you possibly have fans, right? But then it's like you realize we live in this world where not everyone looks at things that way. And even even some people who are, you know, you'd consider smart don't look at things that way because business matters to them. And there is a balance. I, I do. I'm not one that's saying everything should be shut down. I'm just saying that, you know, it doesn't seem to make sense that you would have fans pack in Madison Square Garden anytime soon. But like. Could we see them try to figure out a way where like, hey, we get 6,000 fans in here spread out and then we sell those boxes and you got to pass a test to get in a box. I don't know what they come up with, but I think they're going to really explore every possible avenue because the the dollar matters to them more than anything else. So, you know, they're not public health officials. They're people trying to sell tickets and make money. And, and unfortunately, that interests, I think. Will, will drive them to try to get fans in, even if it's not necessarily what we all would say is the safest thing to do. Oh, they'll explore it until they do something like that, and then someone gets COVID and then sues the garden for uh, for something like that, right? Well, like, well, no, like you, there's gonna be a waiver you have to sign. Oh no, they'll probably, in, you know? they'll probably figure out something. I'm just saying, like that's also an element too. Like, yeah, they'll By figure the way, out that, way until that the lawsuit comes about. <laughs> That waiver and the fine print, they'll also sneak in that you can't say to fire 